Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. This is the Long in the Boot podcast, the podcast coming to you from the heel of the boot of Southwest Louisiana. I'm your host, G. Long. Sitting across the way, of course, is Deb. Hello, all. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good to see you. Yes, it's good What's to see you. What's been up to? Um, uh, digging in the dirt. Digging in the dirt. I dig uh, in the dirt a lot. Uh, yeah, you you helped me dig in the dirt today. Uh, a though. little bit. Okay. Yeah, but I used a <laughs> shovel. I used a, a, a trowel. trowel. <laughs> I got down there in the dirt. If you'd like to contact the Long in the Boot podcast, it's easy to do. All you got to do is email at longintheboot at gmail.com or you could pick up a phone or why do you pick up a phone? Um, I don't know. I mean, you have it in your hand already. Apparently it's just glued to most people that I see. (laughs) Anyway, 337-502-9011 and you can uh, reach the studios of the Long in the Boot podcast. It's just some dirt. No, you're going to give us some tea. Some tea? Yeah, now it's tea. Yeah, you're going to spill the tea. Oh. Yes. Hmm. You didn't know that was all the, the yeah. I didn't know that was keep a, up. a thing. No. Keep up. I don't keep up that much. Well, I, it's it's getting harder and harder for. Oh, absolutely. It's it's really getting weird in here. I don't know. I'm so old. And, uh, I, I just don't want to try. And uh, that, I don't know why young people want to try. They well, have that kind of energy. They don't have a choice, really. I mean, you got you to gotta go. Yeah, I guess you do. I mean, all yeah, right. You just have to keep so, moving on. And uh, so, anyway. Oh, by the way, the we're moving on. Yeah, we are. Uh, two weeks ago, we did do the story about the girl in Walker, Louisiana, and uh, wow, that we were. <laughs> that principal has asked for a leave of absence. Yeah, um, he's yeah. he's done. He was well. He understands now. What what we had was a mom who understood more. Yeah, she understood. She, she knew how to play the game, buddy. She, did. she played and, uh, it. She played it well. She played it well. And, She's uh, a winner, and he's out. That's right. So. There you go. Just take your retirement and, and hobble away and uh, stay <laughs> off social media. And stop telling kids they can't dance. Uh, yeah, but they had their butts out. Well, they weren't actually out. They were just sticking them out while they danced. But, I mean, let's face it, it dancing is shaking your ass. I, dancing is moving is your whole any, body. <laughs> yes. Is there any way to dance and not shake your well, ass? Well, I guess they tried with I mean, it. I can do Elvis, it. they you know, don't show him below the hips That's or right. below the waist. Don't even film him that close. Or <laughs> at a distance. Well, I like it when you show your hips. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so thank you very much. We decided our topic last week, our last episode was going to be the death of death, 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 death. So we prepared you for that, and but said, that seems that seems like a downer. It does seem like a downer, and we got a lot of downers right now. So yeah, so <laughs> and a lot of death is kind of at a so, downer. But then again, death doesn't have to apply necessarily to the human. No. Uh, Although that body. is fascinating, the way that that we may, we may come all back to across that. the world have death rituals uh, throughout the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very some, interesting. Some cultures it's, have really interesting, but traditions. But really, what it seems like, I guess, as we've been talking for the past two weeks, <laughs> have we been talking? When, when we see each other, yes, which Doesn't is not happen. often. No, 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 we never see each other. It's, it's past each other. It's like ships in the night. It's just occasionally. <laughs> Sometimes your light is off. <laughs> That's right, and. uh <laughs> 
you, the later it gets, the more likely that lights off. Yes. And uh, so then we realize that. Really what we're saying is it's, it, it's the death of common sense. Common sense. The death of common sense. It seems to be a growing problem. It does. It, and Maybe it's always been those. That's always my theory. We it think has always it's just been thus. I do. I think if throughout history, other people were saying the same thing. Probably so. Well, I guess we need to know what that is, though. I mean, what what when we talk about common sense, you know, but I everybody think of it thinks as, as logic, things that are logical, Jim. Well, what the definition is, is sound judgment derived from experience rather than study. So, OK. So right off the bat, lived it, you know, this is going to be the outcome. so right off the bat, young people. You don't have it. Well, because they haven't lived it. You haven't had enough Time experience. Time and experience have to be what drives decisions. Yes. But So what's a young person to do? Experience. <laughs> well, that's what they're doing. You have to experience they're, things. They're living. They're making decisions <laughs> poorly sometimes, but isn't that the way? I, I suppose it is, but there's so many examples now. Okay, but you said there is no such thing as actual common sense. That's well, what you were trying to tell me. Well, earlier. there isn't. It okay. turns out that common sense is totally based on culture and sociology. Oh, so it's the sense of your surroundings and, and the typical norms. Right. I, I, cultural we, norms. we all use the term common sense all the time. But what you're saying is you're not adhering to cultural norms. Correct. And, and, and things derived from experience. That we should know. That we should already know or at least know what not to do. That a, that a man without a womb is not going to have a baby. Correct. As much as the media would tell us today that birthing but people. But they've got <laughs> folks convinced. Right. Like it's recently, in, um, I think it was in Berkeley. It was in California for sure, which, you know, if you want a state that's going to be the arbiter of what isn't common sense, California is a good place to look. They often do. And they took the uh, feminine hygiene product uh, out of the men's bathrooms. Oh, that college campus. <clears throat> and people lost their minds. Well, did they what people? Uh, people who want feminine hygiene products in men's, <laughs> men's bathrooms. bathrooms, so that if a woman happens to be in there, uh, oh, I'm sorry, if someone happens to be in there and they are in their monthly mm-hmm. state, if a man is having his period, oh. <laughs> then he needs to be able to have feminine okay. hygiene products. So that's not even a cultural norm. That's a well, that's, that's a, a that that is isn't that an attempt to change a cultural norm. Mm. Isn't that what's going on? Well, it's an attempt to change a fact. Because we can re- we can draw reliable conclusions from a lot of things, and those would all qualify as common sense. But common sense is sometimes a contradiction. It's a fallacy, really. It's a culture of ideology. And if you really get down to it, okay. any ideology that wants to tell us what we should think and do probably prefers us to be stupid, ill-informed, and poor decision-makers because so then that, the people in power have more of an ability to get over on us. Um, hmm. Common sense is used as a cudgel often, uh, and it goes both ways. Conservatives will say that common sense doesn't exist on the coasts. <laughs> Coastal <laughs> people will say common sense well, doesn't exist in middle I, America. I don't see it as Fly a— flyover country, as it were. <sighs> Um, well, then you're implying that people on the coast, there there aren't people there who use common sense and know what it is. I would say neither. I, I think you're stereotyping and generalizing. Well, that's the only way you can do a, it. 
But look, okay, let's just for it's a minute. It's about the individual. Let's, what about the individual? <laughs> uh, let's just use our elected representatives then as an example. Like they're okay. They represent a cross section of America. Okay, this is true, and I we've been they talking do. about this situation. And if the middle, if middle America is has common sense, and the coastal elites do not, okay, then what's going on, and vice versa? Because if we watch our government in action, especially over the past two weeks, we realize that no one has their shit together. No. And it's, well, and it's you would ridiculous. think it's just the extremists, but now we're just seeing a lack of, well, and I want to use the word common sense. We're seeing a lack of logic here. Why can't they get along? And yet we we take ourselves to the Middle East situation. And Well, there is a good example. It's the way it, people react to it as yeah. well. Look, first of all, I'm just going to go ahead and say that the innocent that are suffering on both sides deserve our sympathy because they're never the ones they didn't who make ini- the choice initiate this stuff. Well, there's you can go back. There's there's a long timeline, but we're not going to go through that timeline. No, I'm not okay, going to go through that timeline. But politically speaking. The timeline began in about 1917. Now, people will go back and use biblical stuff. I'm taking all of the God-promised whatever to whoever out of the equation. Yeah, but don't you see that I think their beliefs and and the fact that it is religious views makes it even more entrenched. That's faith. Well, but it's it's entrenched in their beliefs. Factually. (laughs) um, Bella's like, no, they're not facts. Factually, all of these people are the same people. Yes, so, like, like I've heard somebody say, well, Israel has a right to the land because God promised that land to Israelites. Well, first of all, no, he didn't. <laughs> God promised that land to the people of Abraham. And I got news for you, folks. The people who practice Islam consider themselves descended from Abraham, too. So, so God gave the, the land to pe- everybody. everybody. They're all the same people. And then apparently didn't give them the common sense to figure out how to live together and and have a feud and it's going to be generational. And then the world decided, well, we're going to create this state. And then the, uh, the, the area around that state declared war and then on and on and on. So So what we've done really is we've created a place where we can all watch never ending warfare. Oh, Ooh. Power almost went I out. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> that was that was the sign, wasn't it? Oh, God poor, is smiting poor my little podcast. Gaza, though, no, you, we, we, the size of that little strip of land—it's Delaware. The size of Delaware. Yeah. What did you say? Twenty-five uh, miles by six. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. 20, yeah. Twenty-five miles long by six miles wide. Uh, population what? density of like sixteen thousand per square mile or something. Two million. Two million people, people yeah. stuffed in there. And Delaware has one million. Right. It's double the population of Delaware in the same space. So when Israel goes, hey, we're only bombing get out of Gaza and we're only bombing the. the and of course, get out of Gaza. Sites. You what? can't get out of Gaza Where unless you're going to tread water because Egypt won't let anybody across. Israel, you're not coming that way. Israel's not letting you in. Uh, I forget who's north of Gaza. I think it's more Israel. But uh, <sighs> you got the Mediterranean. It's a, it's a really hopeless situation. And it's all been. It's all been basically corralled for years. Uh, and you've got people who are firing rockets from residential areas, and then Israel goes and levels them. those areas. Everybody's got a drone. But those people don't have any say-so. No. It would be like expecting poor farmers in Mexico to get a handle on their drug cartels. That's just not happening. Well, had they started earlier, maybe. No. 
the the problem is Hamas is like a gang. Yeah, it's a gang, and it's got and and if, it's now it's trying to legitimize. So even if you live in Gaza and you hate Hamas, you can't do anything about it. And if you vocally express hatred for Hamas, yeah, I'll, I'll bet you they treat you pretty much like they would treat Israelis. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to speak out. Nobody speaks out against no, the gang leaders because no. they know what that brings. So enough about Israel. And common yeah, sense. I know it, but it is like, because I don't, I don't think it applies in that situation. Nobody's using it. No. You know, well, speaking then, of that, let me, let me just real quick. You got, you got a good story. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's Pence. Remember Pence? Oh, I remember him. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he, uh, he was vice president for, uh, oh, who was mm, that guy? I don't remember uh, don't that remember. guy. Funny yeah. hair, orange skin. We've had so many. Trump, Trump. Oh yeah. Vice president for Trump. Um, he was uh, giving a speech the other night. By the way, he had a gathering that was supposed to happen at a pizza joint. Wait, Pence? Yeah. Because okay. he's running for president. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, actually, I, did, I didn't realize that. You know, I say yes, I, but I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's running for president. And he keeps oh, referring. And sure, he even not? talks like, when I am president. Hmm. Like it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he... Uh, he had a, a gathering that was supposed to happen at a pizza joint. He got like uh, 27 people showed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, sad little birthday party. But in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper, uh, Pence said uh, he would have had boots on the ground in Gaza that day. Oh, okay. We're talking about Americans now, said Pence. Oh. Jake, we're talking about Americans that have been captured and taken hostage by the brutal Hamas terrorists. Oh. I never think just jumping right in is. I said the better part of two weeks ago, Jake, that if I had been president, I would have already been on phone with Joint Special Operations Command, and I would have given the orders for Delta Force and the Navy SEALs to go in. And you've got, I would have told the Hamas, you have 12 hours to turn loose every American, every Israeli hostage, or we're coming in. Oh, so he's trying to let us know that he'd be a president with he's balls. Yes. yes. And that, that, yes. that the. This is the same president with balls that will not have dinner with a woman by himself. Oh, because he's worried about his. Uh... Well, no, it's he's worried about women because women, you see, are tools of the devil. Well, yeah, but then it's his weakness. No, no, no. It's their strength. Mm, well, no. Sorry, that doesn't work if you got big balls, buddy. You need to be strong enough. Stronger than those womanly wiles. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the. We also have former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson uh, saying that he's going to ask Congress to authorize the use of military force against Hamas. Now, remember, Hamas is embedded amongst all of these civilians. Well, yeah. You're talking about two million people. They estimate that Hamas has between seven and 20,000 people out of two million. Out of those two million. So imagine – Let's a city, let's say Boston, because that's the size of Gaza. Okay. You've got let's just for for you know, poops and giggles <laughs> uh say there's fifteen thousand terrorists within the city of Boston. Okay. Now you're that's gonna go still find a good number. You're gonna go find them though in the entire population of Boston. Well, not until they do something and actually Boston doesn't have as many people. Not until so. they actually do something active that gets them noticed. But that's the problem. Yeah, you're not. Gonna when you get it. close to them, they're going to look like everybody else. Yes. And I seem okay. to recall a country that had a problem in Southeast Asia. Oh, it's been a while. We've probably forgotten okay. all about it. Okay. But the problem there was the people attacking us often looked just like the people that weren't. 
Huh. So what do you do? What's a soldier to do? You drop bombs on Hanoi. <laughs> okay. Okay. You were leaving that. We, okay. We I'm done. Continue- I, yeah. Actually, I was making fun of Pence. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah, it really was. All right. Well. Here, let me take him off the list. There. Bye. I didn't have him on my on You didn't? My list. No, no. Okay. No. Uh, well, anyway. Well, actually, I had researched death rituals. <laughs> death rituals. <laughs> that was what I had looked at. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't so worried about the common sense thing because it just drives me batty. I have I have another common sense. Uh, Is it not war warlike? No, not at all. Okay. Okay. Then I'll trust you that you can do this. One. All right. You people out there getting ready for Halloween, hmm. just know that you can't wear Barbie costumes. None. Well, actually, I've seen, I've had. Nope. Yes, throw them away. Get new costumes. If you dress like any character from Barbie, oh, you can't be Ken. You're either. a scab. Ag- against the writers? Against the SAG after a union. Yes. Oh, dear God. That's right. They released guidance earlier this week. <laughs> guidance. They released guidance uh, <laughs> urging uh, it's not only its members, but all those who stand who with support them their union to not attempts. use character costumes that reference film or TV. So hit it's him, not even hit Barbie him the, outfits. Hit them in the wallet where it hurts. Don't buy those costumes. The union is recommending generic costumes like ghosts and vampires. Well, they need to talk to the religious folks about this because they're not going to be real happy with the whole demonic, demonic thing. <laughs> um, they also are encouraging people not to wear any costumes based on Marvel or Star Wars. Animated characters are okay, though, because, oh, that's, that's because too much. animators and voice actors are represented by a different union. Oh, and so, they're not on strike. So they're cool. Okay. That's all a bit much for me. Yeah. So I, I don't think society's going to pay much attention. Uh, actor Ryan Reynolds said that he made his daughter cry when he screamed scab in her face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that's funny. <laughs> that, that does make me laugh. Uh, actors are actually upset with SAG after for wasting time on the entire issue of Halloween costumes. Thank you, thank you. Don't you have bigger things to to be tending to? You're. I thought you were struggling, scraping for your life here. Yeah, yeah. Life yeah. blood. No, I've got I've got so many examples of common sense just not being used that it's it's ridiculous. It is, it's it, so easy to find. It is. I know. And I told you I had two stories that were interlinking, but I guess they're well, sort go. of they're sort of serious. Well, it, it had to do with um, you know. The youth. Youths. <laughs> the youth. Oh, they're always uh, it, fun. Well, it started with a story I had read about uh, job experts saying, you know, that we're having a serious impact on skilled workers um, or a lack of rather. And, and he says it has to do with the we're at a point where we have this generational handoff of jobs as baby boomers retire and leave the workforce or die or die. Yes, that as well. And then we have the the excuse me, the stigma, the cultural stigma that's always been attached to blue-collar jobs. Right, yeah, so for that, a while. And we haven't gotten over that, apparently. I thought we were past that. Well, as teachers, we, we've seen it. Yes. Oh, yeah, go to college, go you to college. You have to go to college. But now you people, have to go to college. After, after the pandemic, people are actually, no matter what side of the student loan issue you were on, it's still a problem. And I think people began realizing that and saying, why does somebody 25 have $100,000 worth of, of school debt and they don't even have a home yet? You know, that kind of stuff. For an English degree. I know. I know. $50,000. Each. 
each. But, but we did. We we taught all these kids for so long that you had to go to college. Yeah. And so so now they recognize. So that's part of it too. Um, but basically, what we have is. Since the start of this year, 2023, there have been more than 770,000 skilled job postings from nearly 95,000 different employers across this country. Looking for demand for carpenters is up 23% from March to May. Stonemasons, 45%. They need people working with rock. Why would you want a mason that's stoned, though? I, I Really cute designs. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they can make some really cool stuff. Not traditional, you know, not that same old, just stack them straight Stoned up. Stoned masons, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, construction laborers, 18% demand surge. It's, it's just ridiculous the number of people they need, and they're not getting for a variety of reasons. I guess part of it is the American dream. You right. got the baby boomer generation who said, I don't want my kids to have to work as hard as I did. Fools. I want to give them everything because I can now. The baby boomer generation has been like the wealthiest that we've, you know, yeah. that we've seen as a country. And so you had that happening. Plus, now we've got the social media age and kids don't they don't want to do that. They don't they don't want to get work. dirty. No, they don't want to work. And, and I and that's I feel like it's a it's a cut down on the generation. But there well, are very few they're, of them. They're just a product. They're just a product. Labor. They're a product of uh, what we've of, created, of what, what's been created. Yes. And I'm not we're not saying that every kid is like this. No, either. no, it's, a, it's just clear. that it's a smaller There's percentage. There's a, a large number of kids now who realize. Yeah. But you have to live in the right places, too. If you live in a place that doesn't have the heavy manufacturing base that Louisiana has. Yeah. In the fossil and uh, fossil fuels industry, especially, you won't see that. Yeah. But the fact is, like plumbing, plumbing is not a glamorous position. It's not no, a, they don't want to work outside. They don't want to crawl under a house. They right. Don't want, they, they, they've been raised on social media. And they, they don't want to get be dirty. Clean. Exactly. Um, plus, we have the, the issues after the pandemic. We see, we the, as a country, we understood we weren't manufacturing. We were having supply chain issues. So we began vertical integration in this integration. Inter- integration. Thank you. I said it. Integration yeah. in this country. And, and the whole effort has been to build and build up. But you know who didn't? But we don't have people building. But you know who didn't take off during all that time? Hmm. Plumbers, uh, air conditioning specialists. No, no, because they're, they they're couldn't. vital. They're vital. They're vital, just like our truck drivers. Like Walmart like, workers. Yes, Hello. I know. So we, but very, we don't value Walmart skew- workers. Well, no, because we're out of balance, as I always Well, because say. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a skill. That's the problem. Uh, plumbing is a skill. It, it does take education, yes. but more than anything, it takes a mentor. Well, you're going to have, exactly. You're going to work with somebody. You're going to be part of a, of a guild. We go back in time. We, we talked to, uh, <laughs> the, the gentleman that owns the air conditioning company, uh, that always has come out for us, uh, Cole air conditioning in Moss Bluff, by the way, for all your air conditioning <laughs> yes, needs. Yes. Anyway, Mr. Cole came out one day because he was short of workers. And so I got to talk to him. He said, you know, I can't get a guy to stay. He said, but the problem isn't that they're quitting. The problem is they realize after doing it for a while and getting the expertise, they go out and start their own air conditioning company. And he goes, on the one hand, I hate it. But But on the other hand, I understand more workers. Yeah, I'm creating more plumbers out there. But it doesn't drive the price down because there's not enough of them. Yeah, they they don't come in. Because if you're wondering why you pay so much for all these services now, it's not because... 
that has changed. What's changed is the number of people who perform well, services. Exactly. And that's their point in the story, in the article. And now you've also got employers who are saying about 10 to 30 percent of the people that they say come in for an interview actually show up. Right. So not more than 30 percent. That's about even. right. I've, so I've been three out of 10 show up before. for the interview that they had scheduled. And he says his numbers for people who actually show up on a daily basis is about that. Yeah. That makes sense. So there's no actual commitment uh, responsibility. He says it's just it's something he, they've not seen before. Of course, you have Mike Rowe, who has been pushing this for the last decade at least. At least. Um, probably longer, and we just didn't realize it. So when I read that story and I thought about the crisis, I guess we'll, I'll call it a crisis. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the death of, uh, of skilled laborers. Yeah, uh, we just and we need them. It's we common them sense to say that you can't we, build your country. We're going to have real problems maintaining. But but the more I thought about it and said, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Uh, the, the system's going to crumble. Yeah, and the AI no, is not going to fix no, no. your plumbing. We talked about it last time. It's the migration. Yes, we've we got, need immigrants. Who's who's doing all the building in, in Lake Charles? It's being done. It's being done. It's being done by migrants. That's right. So you need immigration. There you go. This country needs immigrants. So they're going to come. They're going to become your plumbers. They're going to become your contractors and your stonemasons. And, and so rather than focus on the illegality of crossing the border, perhaps we should we focus should on the common on. sense of figuring out a system by which we get them in here and let them do what the, what they want what to they, do, which is work. What they're skilled at doing. And they'll work. And they will work because they've been raised to do it. It's that's, part that's of who's their That's who's been working culture. on our school. Oh, yeah. On all the schools. All of them, exactly. Yeah. Putting it rebuilt. all back together. We saw it after Rita. After oh, Rita, yeah. people from Texas, immigrants, came over. <laughs> well, they were. They were immigrants. <laughs> Did you just call Texans immigrants? Well, some of them are. <laughs> some of them are. And uh, they came over and rebuilt Louisiana after Rita, and they did it again after Delta and Laura. And it's happening. And I just don't really understand. I don't have, I don't have a problem. I don't understand the lack of common sense involved in basically saying we need to close our border. We, we don't have the do people to do that. We, we need, need more control. We need the government the, to enforce the, the, the law. laws that are already in place. We don't need new <laughs> laws. We don't need rickety Biden heading no. down there to the oh, standing out in the sun without a hat on. Put the hat on that page. Yeah, but he's oh. got his Ray Bans, baby. Oh my God, so sad. That, I love that's... my Ray Bans. I've got fifty-seven pair. My dogs have Ray Bans. So, so then my question after I solved our our work crisis problem mm-hmm. with the migrants. Right? And, and because, well done, so, good job. I know. Well, they're doing it for us, right? The yep. the UN or whoever the hell's sending them all over the goddamn globe. They're, they're <laughs> taking care of that for us. That so would be. They uh, knew we NGOs. were having. Thank you. Um, I said, what are the what is this generation of kids going to do? How are they going to work then if they all want to be white collar? And I've been griping about this for quite some time already they're going to tiktok they're going to be social media creators and i think we're going to lose our power it's starting to look that way um because the creator economy is projected to be worth 480 billion dollars by 2027 right so creator economy is what they call it now let's call it what it is though it's advertising. It's advertising. And that's what I read this whole story about this guy who has this company called 25-7. And he's basically a management company who sees somebody and says, oh, 
I can make you a star. I can make you a star, baby. You need to get on TikTok. You need to be doing videos every day. You need to get a book deal with Netflix. We're going to get you a podcast. We're going to get you on a a pod, a pod. Yeah. So the the journalist who went and interviewed this guy and he was the guy immediately said, "Okay, you got to get out of this this journalism writing business. That's that's going to die. And we're looking at algorithms and we see that you need to get like a sponsorship for an ink pen company or and you need to get yourself a podcast and you need to answer questions about writing. That's right. I'll make you a star, baby. You need to do TikToks every day and give tips on on writing stories and how to be a good journalist. You know, just it, you leave the best restaurants. It made me think of the Usher the foods. in Usher when he was uh, telling the cop, no, this is what we do. And and yeah. he just laid out the marketing. So what do you do when, when somebody gives you lemons and he and he got, goes, oh, well, I know. you make lemonade. And he's like, he goes, no, no, no. And then he lays out this marketing strategy for making lemons the best thing in the world. Yeah. And uh, convincing the entire world that they have, have to, to have, have lemons. lemons. Everything's yellow. We've got some Nike tennis shoes coming out. They're a lemon yellow. We've got lemon yellow hats. We got a new rapper named Lemon Yellow. We got a new drug called Lemon. Exactly. <laughs> and it just when he got done talking, it was terrifying. That's the but that's how that's but how advertisers and marketers exactly, think. That's the and system. again, remember Yes. Marketers are tools of the devil. Didn't you tell me something else was a tool of the devil earlier in this episode? Marketers. <laughs> okay, maybe it was. Yeah, it's, it's advertisers. I feel like you use marketers. the devil a lot in this episode. Well, I, I, I do use the devil a lot. I do. Oh. I admit it. Okay. I tack him on to all kinds of things. Why not? Mm, just blame it on him. Yeah. Man, power's getting really weird. Yeah, it's it's, being, it's blinky. Yeah. So mm. if we if we lose... if we if we lose sound, a, they won't an know expo- anything. Oh, you know what it is. It's because we were expressing sympathy for the Palestinian civilians, and now uh-huh. the man oh, that's is trying what, to shut that's us down. Thought so. Yeah. Um, his the the twenty five seven media slogan is influence the algorithm, not the audience. That's right. That's what his slogan. They have another. Is. They have another slogan, and it's just real straight up. That's become a media slut. Well, I mean, essentially. <laughs> Well, but they're getting paid. I don't know. No, no, but understand what they are. They're not getting paid. It's advertisers are paying them because they think so many people are watching them. And they are. And they are. But then again, isn't that really indicative of a problem? Well, yeah, because then I can't say the watcher, right? So you've got the watchy and the watcher. Right. So the watcher is losing all of their you know, maintenance the, time. You need 19, to go take care of things. In the I was reading an article today about the 1970s when computers, <laughs> well, was actually good. 80s into the 90s, when computers were starting to become a thing. Okay. And when Windows came out with their first platform, it came with Minesweeper. Oh, yeah, that stupid little I game. did not know that companies across America decided that Minesweeper was a horrible thing to have on their computers because it encouraged people to waste time. And so Minesweeper was actually removed from corporate computers across the country. Some marketing genius said, no, we want them to waste time. They just need to do it at the place we tell them to. Well, the companies that removed it first, Uh every single one of them today, out of business, out of business, including Sears. So you're saying that if people can waste time, they still do their job? Well, it turns out, at, well, this is the best part, uh, it was Minesweeper and then Solitaire on the computer right after yeah, that. Yeah, I like Solitaire. Sears banned both and said, if you want to play Solitaire at work, you need to bring your own cards. 
<laughs> now, think about playing solitaire on a computer versus doing it with cards. Which yeah. ones waste more time? I know. <laughs> so, oh, my God. But they're all out of business, every single one of them. And to think that that game, Minesweeper, which, by the way, teaches you without you even realizing it, teaches you how to think and how to do logic well, uh, yes, puzzles like in your brain. And, and They've proven now that Minesweeper can actually increase your IQ co- score. Cognitive yes, it, it, and memory. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it is like a memory game. So you got to remember that it was there. I think and, it's kind of cool. Um, well, so, um, well it's, it's all a bit much. It's it's all-encompassing. It seems to and, – and I – man, you just have to step back, right? Well, you do, but you have to keep pointing out these things that make no sense. And so it's not even the death of common but, sense. But it's it, no sense. But the problem is is that it's in, so inundated at such a high level of all things that we're, we're exposed to that it makes you think you're taking crazy pills. Yes. Let's let's look at schools. Okay, but we're not, y'all. Y'all are okay. Y'all are okay. We're all okay. You guys are cool. You're listening. You're cool. You know that this is this is happening to you. Well, you may not know this. Today in America, there are more armed security officers than school nurses. Well, they're replacing the nurses. If we do, if we have the officer, 37% of schools in America have no School nurse. And 13% have no counselor. Not school counselor that does paperwork. One that An actual counselor who counsels. You know, I said blue-collar jobs, but that is one of the jobs I had read um, the other day because counselors, right? We don't have enough people going into mental health right now to deal with the mental health crisis that we are having. And that's all a direct result of death of common sense well that's why in many of these schools now teachers have to go through in services to administer medical care for minor injuries well that's one of those things i see there's a meme going around right now on uh on the facebook and it's it i don't know what to think about it exactly but it's one of these 20 things that that should be mandatory mandatory and taught in schools Yes. Yeah, um, and it's it's just a bunch of things. Well, first, like taxes and, and stuff like that. That should be part of finance. That should be a math class. Yes. Don't aren't, don't they teach those in? They in, used to. Yeah. Um, but I've got kids that can't read the face of a regular clock. So high school kids, by the way. Yes, I know that. That's, um, that's why I laugh at them. The Centers for Disease two. Control and Prevention recommends that a full time nurse should be on staff for every every 750 students enrolled. California has the best track record for providing school nurses. Oh, yeah. They are running one for every 2,400 Oh, my students. Lord. So one nurse. That's the best to... in the country. Well, and, you know, there was a period of time where they were actually opening little, um, little like, clinics, little, you know, in some schools, in some lower-income areas, because those kids weren't getting the basic um, things taken care of, you know? That's true. Uh, and the, another problem is in several states in this country, weirdly enough, across the South, uh, school nurses aren't even required. You don't need them. What do school nurses for? Well, I can understand that. <laughs> you know, so there you go. That's that's a that's a death of common that sense is, thing. That is um, just like. But we see we see common sense, and it's it's gradual demise. All the time. I was looking at a site about uh, 
then this goes back to jobs, somebody who actually hires people for a living. And he was talking about the two things that are really becoming crazy now when people come in for a job. Nobody dresses up anymore. Well, no, it's not part of the they don't think about it. And they will look at their phone while being interviewed. Yes, because they they don't even know that they're doing it. Right. And they'll just be texting and scrolling. Yes. My kids tell me that all the time. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even realize. And I can see it. I I watch them like she just reaches down into her backpack and just takes it out. What are you doing? Hey, we're still in class. And we saw it the other day when you were talking to kids about if you're if you have a conflict with somebody and you said try nice first. Yeah. Oh no. And the kids are like, no, no, you got to be a bitch right away. Yeah, you go straight to bitch. I was like, I say bitch for last. That's last. You don't. I, I'm not letting somebody walk over me, <laughs> but I'm also not going to start with an attitude. Right. So because usually but, for me, if you take an attitude, that's that, the sure that, way for I me. I was not trying. To, I was trying to get to the meme, and I got it. So taxes, uh, coding. They want you to teach coding in school, coding. Uh, personal so you finance. Can, so you can be a robot in an I know, office. I, I was going to say the coding thing didn't last that long. It's it's going to go away. It already has. Um, personal finance, insurance. Okay, so you got all that, right? Teach right. those things. That could be one class. Cooking. Well, don't we already do that? We have that. Well, we have industrial cooking classes. Uh, I mean, social etiquette. Oh, yeah. They want well, a class in social etiquette. But they get mad when I point out that they're being socially in etiquette. <laughs> but but that's the problem. You're seeing it happen in real time in yes. schools. Nowadays, kids, if you correct a kid, the first thing he says is, I'm sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. Like that magically gets rid of yeah. the behavior. Unless they're just in a mood and, and, and I'm like, this, <laughs> they want to give you some other Look, lip. this isn't Catholic Church, and I'm not a priest, and this isn't a confessional. I don't need you to apologize. I don't need you to apologize. I need to recognize that you ha- are doing something inappropriate. And I'm, and I'm and pointing it out it. in a nice way. First. I am. I start that way. Uh, survival skills as another mandatory class. In what in what way? In high school. I don't know. It just what says. What kind of survival skills? I, I don't know. We see everybody reaching, everybody with multicolored hands reaching for a life uh, preserver. Oh. Survival skills. Because your um, survival skills really are dictated by your locale. Well, and I'm just thinking of how many of these things. <laughs> Basic home repair, car maintenance, uh, cooking. That didn't, Your parents used to teach you that stuff. Social etiquette, your parents used oh, to teach you that. Oh, I wish I had a bell. Ding, ding, ding. That's the problem. Public speaking. We, oh, we have speech class, but it's on the computer now. Yeah. Folks, I'm telling you. Speech te- class speech is on the computer. Is not a computer. No. It's on but the computer. I guess they are learning to do a speech through Zoom. They're doing it digitally. <laughs> so I'm not doing it well. I don't know. I don't know if they're passing the class or not. Like, And then we need to teach stress management. That should be part of health. I would think, I would think that's being taught already in health. But what are the before we teach stress management? Don't we need to know what is what are the stressors? I'm telling you, we we've been talking about them. But life, yes. But what specifically in life? <laughs> Mixed are messages, stressors? Uh, lack of common sense, lying. Uh, okay, all of that, all of that, lying. My and then my next. Thought we are is, all confronted by lies every day, and now so many. now they just say it, and nobody says anything back. Right. And it's on film. Like they yeah, have, they, they, they don't even care. actually no, and they don't even care. They said we're going to have the great reset. He told us that in 2020 during the pandemic. I heard him with his foreign, terrifying accent. He said, "This is the great reset, and that's what's happening. They're yes. resetting everybody's society." 
migrating people to different regions Again, of the world. This goes back to uh, Klaus. Uh, Klaus over in in uh, the World Economic Forum. We must look at this pandemic as a great opportunity. Yes, to reset our global I, priorities. I, yes, we heard what he said. He didn't have a cat. If people would have seen him stroking know. a I cat did, while he said it, I didn't see. I him. think they might have clicked. I only heard. Oh, him. he's a big fat ball guy. Now that <laughs> applies to a lot of people, including myself. <laughs> but really? but here's the difference. I don't have that accent, and I'm not stroking a cat while I say exactly what. Audience, sh- I can have, I can attest to that. He is not stroking a cat. That's right. A gerbil, maybe. <laughs> Small furry creature. Stroke a Jeffrey. And a stroke a furry wall. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, um, we can't get teachers to teach regular classes right now. So right. I, I don't know how these would all be mandatory in school. But like I said, many of them kind of would be within classes that are already taught. But I've had parents actually say it to me. We, somebody needs to teach these kids some financial sense. You've got them more than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you. Oh wait, do you have financial? Well, sense? no, but see, that's what society. But they keep has us done. so busy. Nobody's exactly. You don't have time. I told you last week. Parents spend five hours a day on their on their phones. Oh, at least. And is that five hours during the time they'd be with their kids? You know, I'm sure that's broken up through the day, but between the kids and the parents, all on their phones. Not to mention digital. doing everything. Every kid's got so much to do after school. So then I'm back to the core again. When do you have time for maintenance? You're not right. taking care of shit that you need to take care of, including yourself. Including our country. It's falling apart. If Nobody's noticed the bridges in this country are just literally falling apart. And they can't even make the decision, the, the Lake Charles Bridge. Yeah, they can't even, they can't even set, come to a decision. We all agree it, it's, it's done. Somebody's going to die. I'll go to this one. We have 435 members of the United States House of Representatives. 435. And it's, a, it's a cross section of and the country. And it's almost evenly split. There's only an eight seat difference. So when McCarthy got kicked out and everybody blamed those eight Republicans who voted against him, it wasn't the Democrats are the ones who kicked him out. And the eight Republicans made that possible. Now, you've got 435 people. <laughs> Adults. And the extremists on both sides are controlling everything. You can't. T- you mean to tell me that you can't find 270 people from both sides of the aisle to come to an agreement that one guy could be Speaker of the House? Don't let the extremists tell you what to do. Because currently what's happening is mm-hmm. the people who actually would compromise, and we are a nation built of compromise. Oh, yes, we are. Those people are terrified of the minority extremists. And then we turn around and blame people who live in Gaza for not doing something about the political extremists in their midst. When we're living in the freaking difference. Religion? No. (laughs) There is no difference. The extremists are controlling everything. Everything. Yes. And that's the problem. We're out of balance. We're out of balance. I can't say it enough. I know. Extremists on both sides, both Democrat and Republican extremists, basically are holding hostage people in the middle and at the same time holding hostage to our government. Oh, dear God, the kids are right. We need to go bitch first. (laughs) We've been too nice. We did. It was called January 6th. Look how that turned out. (laughs) Um, Wait, we? I'm not a part of that. I wasn't part of that. (laughs) 
No, those were extremists. Those were extremists, absolutely. You know, and we all know what side they were on. Now, that being said, that guy gets that particular congressman from Florida. The one with the salesman hair? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Has anyone ever served in Washington had a face that needed to be punched more? I mean, honestly, <laughs> that's a man. He does look wow. very smarmy. Okay, oh, but now he's so we're doing, now see, we have right. no real stuff I know. on him. Let me let me let me go to a couple uh, lack of common Wait, sense stories. What time is it? Okay, we got time. Do we? I, I do want to talk about California and well, actually Los Angeles. You've for already a downed those poor people. I'm gonna do it some more. Um, Los Angeles a while back decided that their bus that bus stops should have shade. Okay, because California, if you didn't know. Has a lot of sun. And then skin cancer is a real thing. Sure it is. Right. And, you know. I, if they've got the money to pay for it, do it. Well, I, I can't show this on a podcast, but they, <laughs> they actually came up with a prototype uh, to provide shade that doesn't provide shade. Will you send it to me? And uh, <laughs> Well, I can, but I can't do it right this second. Oh, my God. And uh, You got me my hopes up and I can't I'm see sorry. It. Well. I can tell. I can describe it, and then you'll understand the problem. You should put it on the Facebook. It's a pole, straight up. It has a small, about mm, three foot wide by four foot tall piece of perforated metal. Okay. Perforated. Yeah. And it has a light bar on the top that comes on at night, an LED light, because they decided also that every bus waiting place needed to be lit. Now, only one person can fit under this thing at a time. <laughs> So if there are two people right. at the bus stop, we're going to have an altercation. They spent $7,500 on the prototype. Oh, dear Lord. They had a press conference to brag about the prototype that they put at 3rd and Union in Los Angeles. And One the media was stop. there. Okay. And it's you can see through it because the metal is perforated. Yeah, holes. One of the key things to providing shade <laughs> to not is that holes. you don't have holes in the thing that's providing the shade. Wow. Okay. Um. Seventy five hundred bucks per shelter. After the prototype, it was still going to cost them seventy five hundred each. Correct. Um, what the hell? So, and it's solar powered, so that the LED light will come on at night for okay. the for the one person who can actually. So somebody will have to maintain that. Yes. Um, they 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 didn't have paper ribbon for the the uh, ribbon cutting. <laughs> They used toilet paper. <laughs> um, I guess they could have used crime scene tape. This is public in- infrastructure. Well, wait. California is always in, in a budget crisis, and yet th- that all seemed reasonable? This was all created under the Louis, uh, the Los Angeles Department of Transportation Gender Equity Action Plan. What does that have to do with gender equity? You can only put one person under there at a time. Well, actually, this girl I'm looking at, hey, this thing ain't shading her. <laughs> at oh. least not all of her. So, oh. Hey, man. Like, you know, there are fat people in California? Th- there's a couple. There. I, I, Bella, why aren't you barking? That's a lie. <laughs> I know it is. But anyway, so yeah. It, it, uh, okay, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say And ugly then things. they said... Yes, but it costs less than the standard bus uh, shelter. Yeah, but a standard bus shelter works, right? It, yeah. It, well, then pay the difference and get it to work. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm surprised I have to tell you that. I know. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. See, <laughs> see, Halloween isn't terrifying. So somebody did the math, and I just think it's 
illustrative of. Well, if you wait long enough on the internet, somebody will do the math. On Amazon, you can purchase a baseball cap with a built-in light for seventeen dollars <laughs> for the price of one shade in California. Four hundred and forty-one people could have got that hat for the price of the entire program. Yeah, twelve thousand people could have had a hat. Okay, uh, <laughs> getting a hat. To the 157,000 people who commute every day would cost $3 million. That's pretty pricey, but less than the expense of installing these things at the 12,000 bus, bus shelters stops. they originally were going well, to install them. Well, why don't they them. just put entrepreneurs at each bus stop with a little kiosk <laughs> with an umbrella and they sell the hats <laughs> at maybe a discounted cost, then they make money. The state doesn't have to pay uh, the brunt of everything, and everybody gets a hat. And you understand that if you have a bunch of holes in something, it's probably yeah, not going to provide well, no, too no, much No, no, I shade. understand those things. I don't know what the yeah. effing... <laughs> it, was, it was so good. Well, it was like the fake Sudafed that they're finally taking off the shelves. Yes. Everybody knew it didn't work. Everybody. And yet... And, and yet, it was expensive. And everybody I was taking it. I never bought Sudafed because it was expensive. Well, no, you can still get good Sudafed, but you got to ask for it and sign for it. Oh, it's behind. I'm that. talking about the fake stuff that was on the shelves that had the the <sighs> drug that doesn't work. That meanwhile, we're about to lose all the pharmacists across the country because they're gonna they're gonna go riot or go on strike or do whatever. Something. They're just gonna yeah they're gonna start poisoning our meds. Um, yeah, no, 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 I don't believe that. Stop that. And the. Uh, the Texas school district that was trying to seize the 80-year-old man's home so they could build a stadium parking lot for their new uh, $50 million redevelopment of the high school football stadium. Oh, my God. Uh, and where he would not, Wait, where was that again? Uh, this was in Texas. Oh, well, in okay. Aldine, oh, Texas. Okay. Never mind. I understand now. Uh, it was a one-acre parcel of land owned by Travis <laughs> Upchurch. And he said, no, you can't have it. And they didn't want it to do anything with the stadium. They just wanted it so they could increase the size of the parking lot. Asphalt. Asphalt. They're just going to put asphalt down. And so the city decided that they received a letter from the the city's attorney saying, well, then the city's just going to take it through eminent domain. And it's, Does he get anything? His then? property is already bordered on three sides by the stadium parking lot. So he's already surrounded. He's a little island. Correct. Of holdout. And, and they just can't have that. And the family said they had always assumed that the district would purchase the, the property, which has been in the family since 1916. Uh, they tried to work out a deal, and the deal was you have to allow our grandfather to mm-hmm. continue living to in his home here. until he dies. And He's you, 80. Okay, then you can have it. And then we go sell it to you. But lawyers for the district took a different approach. They said, hey – Your father's property wasn't necessary for the stadium project, and we're mostly concerned about liability issues. That's what's really going on. Oh, we're worried about it. So we're going to take it to protect protect him, to protect the the public. It's public good, you see. Um, And apparently, enough word got out that people said, hey, leave that old man alone. (laughs) Leave him alone. You work for us. You work for us. Eminent domain. You work for us. In Mississippi, they're doing this now in Biloxi. Um, a section of Biloxi uh, or Gulf um, Gulf Shores, okay. but a section of Gulf Shores that is all black owned properties. The city has decided that they're all blighted and ah. condemned so they can take the property through eminent domain and not pay them anything for it because, hey, man, it's it's blighted. Oh, we don't have to pay 
full market value for blighted property. And so owning property means nothing. These people live there. Their their houses are run down, but they're not blighted. They They still live there. Yes. Wow. And they have no, (laughs) you you got to go. So again, just being bold about it now. Yeah. They don't even. So the government has become one of the biggest enemies of the American people. And proof of that is the new poll that came out that when, when they asked people to list what problems the country faced, mm-hmm. 20%, the highest percentage, by the way, picked the government. The government itself. The, the whole government is the problem. Is the problem. Immigration came in second, weirdly enough. The economy came in third. Oh, wow. And then moral, ethical, family decline came oh, in fourth. You know what? Those are all large issues. But government. Number on one. both sides, Republicans and Democrats say that's the problem. Government and poor leadership is the number one, and it's growing, number one problem facing but, America. But then the the ridiculousness of that is that individuals aren't going out to vote. Right. We had 30% turnout in across the state. They're, they're not going out to vote. And that means that three out of 10 tell everybody else. Sense. This makes none. No, it makes no sense. Okay. So then maybe it's just the the apathy that we've given up. We're we're just tired. Mentally, we're drained. You don't give us good candidates. Look at what they're putting out there. We got an 80-year-old and a... (laughs) Who declared himself a Zionist. He says the most, you know... (laughs) Ludicrous thing. The last two presidents... The last two. They just say shit. Well, the government itself says shit, though. I mean, so you had the Treasury, uh, Yellen, Treasury, whatever she is, the leader, said she was talking about inflation and she was offering up some really great news. <laughs> Even though inflation was at 10% for the past year, well, it's down to 5% now, so they've reduced inflation by 50%. No, what That's was it? not how math works. What was it before that? It doesn't matter. It was like 3%. If it goes to 10% yeah. for a year and you cut it down to 5%, that's on top of the 10% it already happened. Yes. So you didn't do shit. No. <laughs> everything has caught everything. You're a lawyer. My health insurance goes up. My my my. Automobile insurance. My liquor goes up. Everything. Mixers. Every single thing that we buy has Heroin. My heroin is so expensive now. You're still running with that, aren't you? (laughs) I'm sorry, community. I don't know what to do with him. I really don't. Look, I'm going to kick heroin. I'm on methadone now. I don't know how you could. If I was a a heroin addict right now, there'd be no going back. No. 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 I'm not trying to come back. Heroin just makes you sleepy. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. We're just being silly, obviously. I know. Um, Life is I should just do pills. We're out of balance. We need more maintenance. Actually, you know what? All you can do, folks, is work on your own little world and take care of your stuff. Speaking of of, of their own little world. What? Um, Next time we have an election, which is in November, it's it's the runoff. And I realize you know who's going to win and everything. So what? Still go. Just get your butt up. Go down there. You should be registered. If you're not registered, shame on you. Go down there and vote. Put your phone down. Go Get away from the, the internet And, and for if a you minute. say, well, I don't like either of the candidates, then just vote for the one you hate the least. Yeah. Get, just get in the booth and do it. I, I just have this imaginary. Vote out of I spite. I'm not a dreamer. I'm just I'm not that kind of person. I like I'm reality based. I just don't dream. I, I don't like fantasy, um, hard disgusting. science fiction, not not out of magical 
BS. <sighs> anyway, but my dream, if I had one at all, would be that 100% of the eligible voters in this country would get out and vote 100% of the time. Imagine then we would truly know. Then we would know what America really thinks. Well, I agree. Uh, and, and 100% I think that, America. I think every ballot should have... I reject all of these candidates as a choice. And then if 100% got out and 100% said what they needed to say, we would truly see the mindset of our country. And it wouldn't be media driven. It would just straight up be what we think. That's right. And, well, I want to know. And I think we should let our top two candidates in a runoff fight with swords. To the death? No, just just to grievous injury. Ooh, all right. Grievous injury. Halloween is coming. It is coming. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. I ran over my neighbor. Oh, wait, that's a different song. song. (laughs) (laughs) You know where I was, though. Yeah. All right. That was a, by the way, that was a line from the fabulous song by the Dead Milkman called (laughs) Bitchin' Camaro. (laughs) All right. That's a callback. Kind of like Scarlett's Bitchin' Mustang that she's been. Yes, that's a the, that's a weird story. There's Mustang. a car that's been at the park, Prime Lake Park, for days. Fourteen days. And it just never leaves. And apparently there's somebody in it, and it's scaring our daughter. She won't run at night. She won't run at night now because she doesn't know what's going on. And other cars visit that car. Now. 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 Yeah. Um, I think. Apparently I think, it ran 24-7 for like four yeah, days. For like four days it was just on. And she <laughs> keeps going back, and it's always there. It's never <laughs> she's, leaves. She's, she's told obsessed. the police. They apparently She's kept a law. say it's just fine. Yes, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Nothing is happening here, citizen. Go on. Well, what she needs to do is post up somewhere where she can actually watch like she a detective She needs to go movie. get a different part. No, she needs to not worry about the shit and, and carry on. You think? At this point. But I agree. It's, it's messing up her routine. And she is and, very, uh, she is a very routine-driven Before person. we go, uh, just a quick entertainment thing. If you're really into kind of weird, spooky not spooky, spooky, but just kind of weird, thriller-ish. Uh, House of Usher. The fall well, of House yeah, of that's Usher. what I referenced earlier. And I'm going to tell you right now, end of episode two, kids. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, talk about a rave. Um, oh, what a party. You do, it's, it helps to have a little Poe background to know. It does. Maybe at least just. Because everybody's named after something. Just go look related. at the names of his stories. All I know is when you, hear, when you hear Nine Inch Nails in oh, the yeah. background. Shut up. Bad things are about to happen. Uh, <laughs> all right, things all right, are. So that's foot. about it for me. Um, and uh, we, we death of common sense. The death of common sense. The death of it's a very decency. frustrating. It, it is. It's yeah. it's a change. No, we're do, it's, it's a cultural it's, well, it's shift. Anger. It's, there's too much anger. Yeah, I suppose so. Lighten up, people. Jeez. As we just talk about the thrill we had from watching that. But I just don't let it affect me. No, I guess not. And uh, I refuse to engage. All right, so <laughs> I'll vote. Take I'll care of yourselves and your and your little people if you have them. I have my little pod. <laughs> yes, you get to get your message out. You know that your joy is portable. You need to take that with you because nobody else is going to do it for you. Put that joy in a sack and maintain it. And maintain it. <laughs> maintain it. <laughs> That's right. Go have a cocktail. Seek, what the heck? Seek your balance. Seek That's your right. level. Bye, community. Do what makes you happy. And if it's heroin, go for it. <laughs> you stop Go for it. the gusto, America. <laughs> I am taking crazy pills. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>